Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hello there, my very good friends. On today's wrestling news, Vince McMahon and other top WWE executives are being sued for a $300 million sale of stock. All Elite Wrestling is coming to New York City. AEW are teasing a new title. And ACH has announced his retirement. I'm Adam Wilborn. And I'm Andy Murray. And this is the news. All right, we're going to kick things off with some legal stuff. Um, Vince McMahon, Stephanie McMahon and Triple H are among a bunch of WWE executives who are being sued uh, relating to a bunch of different stock sales. Also named in this lawsuit are uh, George Barrios and Michelle Wilson who are no longer with WWE. They laughed last year. But the crux of the issue is that the accusers are claiming that the accused sold over $300 million in WWE stock, uh, having failed to disclose knowledge of key broadcasting deals in the Middle East collapsing, basically. So the the crux of all of this is that uh, WWE officials are alleged to have told investors that they were going to be renewing a broadcasting agreement with this group. Uh, it's the Orbit Showcase Network in Riyadh. They, they, they led them to believe that they were going to renew this deal. But that was actually impossible because the, the, the network here is actually getting out of the business or has gotten ah. out of the business of broadcasting sports. Uh, there was also some misleading information passed on regarding finding a replacement broadcaster as well. So there's some... Some uh, shady things going on here, allegedly, in this here lawsuit. Uh, Vince McMahon sold around 3.5 million shares, worth around 280 million. Sorry, yeah, yeah, 280 million dollars. Why can I not speak today? Uh, <laughs> he sold around 3.5 million shares, worth approximately 280 million dollars. Uh, this was based on, and I quote non-public information regarding the company's key contracts, business metrics, and financial prospects. This information was also passed on to others, allegedly, so that they could sell some stock as well. And it's believed that the other executives traded around $30 million. So the lawsuit alleges, and again, I quote, uh, breach of fiduciary. I can never say that right. Fiduciary. Fiduciary, there we go. It's safe to say I will never be a lawyer. Uh, Breach of fiduciary duty, unjust enrichment, aiding and abetting on WWE's behalf. uh, And the plaintiff is pursuing punitive and actual damages, costs and 
piece. So uh, my mealy mouth has just read out the, the key details of that of that case. Uh, if you could make any sense of the d- d- just weird massive syllables I've thrown at you, more power to you. But uh, Adam Wilborn, what do you reckon of all this? You're something of an Ali McBeal, aren't you? Yes, as, as what culture's a legal representative here, uh, what I will say is that... <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't really know what's going on, if I'm perfectly honest. It's, I suppose, akin a little bit to, like, pump and dump. I, I very, very much dip my toe in <laughs> cryptocurrency and don't really know what's going on. But, yeah, they've exaggerated things. They know that something's going to happen. It's all going to go wrong. So they've got rid of it, and that's not allowed as far as I'm aware. But we're not going to talk any more about it because it is literally the blind leading the blind here. Um Sorry, mum and dad, that I talk about wrestling on the internet rather than becoming a lawyer. Anyway, instead, let's talk about All Elite Wrestling. They are coming to New York City, baby. Uh, big news this breaking last night. Uh, the, the promotion announcing they are coming to Arthur Ashe Stadium in Flushing, Queens for Dynamite Grand Slam on. And I, I don't want to encourage the rumours here, uh, Andy, but... The fact that people say Sidgwick's a paid employee of AEW and they're doing this show on his sodding birthday really doesn't help matters. The 22nd of <laughs> September, Michael Sidgwick's birthday. Everyone buy him a gift or a ticket to the show would be really nice. Uh, yeah, they are coming to New York City. Tickets go on sale Friday, 16th of July. It is the place where they hold the US Open. Of course, it's capable of holding uh, over 23,000 people in there for tennis matches. Who knows how that's going to work out with a wrestling ring instead of tennis courts, etc. But it does have a retractable roof. That'll be really interesting depending on the weather or just the noise because Andy you and I know from when they do that with football stadiums it really adds to the atmosphere occasionally when it's just all it just feels all contained in there and a wrestling show arguably would be even better but it does have the capacity Andy to be AW's highest attended event ever (laughs) this is really exciting and not just for Eddie Kingston who was effing and jeffing all over social media yesterday when this news broke yeah, I can't wait for the New York-based wrestlers to have their homecoming. Eddie Kingston, Santana, and Ortiz, everyone, uh, everyone who's you know resided in that city. Yeah. It's going to be awesome. It's going to be a sight to behold. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, we'll wait and see what the capacity of this show is going to be. Um, you wonder about staging and stuff in a tennis stadium. It's a really interesting place to hold to hold a, a, a wrestling show, but the configuration's probably on point, right? Because the ground area for for a tennis court is a lot smaller than a basketball arena would be so i think maybe who knows <laughs> maybe i'm talking pish this is the andy murray talks pish episode of the news uh, but theoretically yeah it, it looks really cool it looks like a cool building it looks kind of on top yeah. of everything uh they're going to new york city it'll be a hot crowd guaranteed um yeah just an exciting bit of news to come out yeah. last night and i'm really I'll- looking forward to the show all I've got to say is I reckon this AW Dynamite Grand Slam, Andy, is going to be ace. So. Oh, jeez. <laughs> oh. Come on, give it together. <laughs> Story number three. AEW, they were on Twitter last night teasing a new <laughs> title. Now, there's not really a whole lot to pick apart here. Uh, all they did with that little emoji with the eyes go over here or whatever, whatever you call it, uh, they, they tweeted that with an image of what looks to me like a new title design. Uh, either that or just they're being scumbags and going, actually, this is just a, a, one of our existing titles. Screw <laughs> you guys. Uh, I don't think they'd be doing that, though. Um, this obviously has led to all kinds of speculation on what this belt might be for. 
Uh, I think the most obvious candidate there would be the trios championships, discussed so many times over the past year and a half. Uh, Cody on his latest media call ahead of Double or Nothing was also pretty blatant about it, uh, said something along the lines of, oh yeah, we may be looking at introducing new titles at some point. Hint, hint, we've got a lot of stables and teams here. Mm-hmm. Uh, so come on it's right there i've seen a bunch of people talk about women's tag team titles potentially as well but uh you look at the women's tag scene in AEW, and it's very thin uh maybe maybe not enough units there to to think about a division or a belt for that specifically uh, but we'll find out what happens maybe we'll see more of this on dynamite who the hell knows yeah, very exciting, like you say, regardless of what this is, whether it's a beautiful diamond ring or more than likely, like you say, a new set of belts, uh, presumably for the trio's titles. Yeah, I, th- I think I think that's the only way they're really going here. Um, and then you sense with them doing this and, and knowing the history of, of AEW that this may well get followed up on Dynamite this Friday. Although, what are we, two weeks away from from them getting back to normal? Uh, I don't know, I've lost complete track yeah. of time, but they've got... Friday shows, then Saturday shows, then finally getting back to Wednesday shows eventually. Uh, and those four shows with like Fighter Fest and Fight for the Fallen and Road Rager when that all gets back to normal in July. It could be a part of that. Maybe we're going to be seeing them on Dynamite on Friday and then they're going to be crowning them over the next few weeks. Who knows? Uh, but yeah, hopefully it is Trio's titles because I think that's the next necessary step for them to take. Uh, let's con- conclude today with some rather sad news, in fact. Uh, wrestler ACH, indie wrestler. Uh, you may remember him as Jordan Miles in WWE. He's announced his retirement after 14 years in the for uh, he did it yesterday a short instagram post simply reading no need for the dramatic or emotional wordplay as of today i will officially step away from professional wrestling uh, thank you all for the support and love he's been a free agent since november 2019 uh, of course left wwe part of all that jordan miles t-shirt debacle basically last match nice. uh, was against davy vega he defeated davy vega at aaw's take no prisoners 2021 event in may um, but yeah, a real talent, Andy. A shame that we're losing him from this sport. But uh, you know, we've seen a few retirements recently, and as always, we wish him the best luck in whatever he decides to do next. Uh, you're a fan of his. Yeah, yeah, I've, I've loved ACH for a long time. Um, before he got to WWE when he was in Ring of Honor and New Japan and elsewhere, uh, then he comes in and he has a horrible time in WWE. Like that t-shirt design was, I mean, we've documented our thoughts on it on video several times before. Uh, how on earth did they think they could get away with presenting something like that? Crazy situation. Um, had a rough time there, obviously. Got out, he returned to the indie circuit. He's worked for New Japan Strong. He's been in MLW. Uh, he did a one-shot for no impact was before he went to wwe Mm -hmm. getting my dates all crossed up and everything else but uh yeah he's a very talented guy he's got a great personality he's a tremendous athlete good all-around wrestler um i've really enjoyed his work since he left wwe in particular so it sucks to see him step away obviously from like a fan perspective but um it's good to see him you know making a decision for himself and everything else uh maybe we'll see him back someday who knows but all the best Uh, i've loved ach's work over the year and uh nothing but support and love for that guy exactly right let's move on to your twitter questions at what culture ww of course if you want to get in touch with us uh first question today comes from eric vasquez he says i'm wondering if joe hasn't made some progress in a possible in-ring return and it's been very well protected from being leaked it almost seems like a mistake if not especially after daniel bryan made his in-ring return cole versus joe at the first full-scale takeover back and then he posts the gift from the simpsons <laughs> could we see it andy i mean he chucked the sodding life out of him on tuesday night 
yeah, I mean, there's definitely a possibility of this for sure. Um, I think that WWE would keep that, that information pretty close to the chest and that it's not necessarily the kind of thing that we'd get out like way in advance. Like, you know, when Edge came back and obviously different injuries and everything else, but when mm, Edge came yeah. back, there were some little whispers here and there, but nothing particularly concrete until he did come back. So um, there is a possibility. I, I Like I said yesterday, I think when you have a character like Joe who's going to be reducing like roster members, where he's going to be taking heat from them by beating them up and stuff and choking them out, um, he does need to give that back at some point. And the easiest way to do that is physically, in a match or in an ambush or whatever else. So the fact that he's getting physical with people, like he's dishing stuff out to me, suggests that maybe it's looking a little bit more optimistic than it did before. But um, him and Cole is a match I would love to see if it's possible. Yeah. Um, I just wouldn't get your hopes up on the situation, but I wouldn't rule it out entirely. Yes, exactly. I'd very much put this in the camp of, so you're telling me there's a chance. And all I'm concerned about, aside from the injuries, is them playing the wrong Samojo entrance theme and it being like, here comes some Mojo. Joe. second question today comes from Ryan Ahad. Ryan Ahad, sorry, Ryan. He's made it... A grammatical error that I often do, which is why I don't write a lot for the site. Do you think if we finally realises how bad Raw is, WWE he means, uh, they will draft over <laughs> Roman and his grunts, Usos and Heyman? What do you reckon? Good Roman head to Monday Night Raw as part of that draft in a few months? I think that Roman and his crew are going to stay on SmackDown just because yeah. it's the the, the bigger it's the bigger show now. It's watched by more people and everything else. Attracting uh, the bigger audience every single week. Yeah, that for that simple reason, I think Roman, who is the biggest, you know, full-time star in the company right now, will stay on SmackDown. There's an argument to send him to Raw and work with some fresh people and everything else and creatively shake things up a little bit, but uh, I just don't see it happening. Yeah, I don't see it either. Uh, I think he is the A-show star. He's going to stick on the A-show and it... Like, fantasy booking-wise, we've booked him all the way through till next bloody WrestleMania. I don't think he... As much as Raw needs as much help as it can get. My first pick, if I had free reign... I keep talking about him every bloody day. If I had first pick anyone from SmackDown, I'd probably pick Sami Zayn. Because yeah. he could do really <laughs> big things. It's just being a git of a heel and money in the bank holder on Monday Night Raw. But anyway, let's move on to today's final question. Matt Chinnery, knowing exactly what to do, how to get questions asked on the news. He says, Morning, chaps. With Joe returning to NXT and rumours around the re-signing of Alice Black, do you think there's a possibility that it was all the work to create oh, content for the content-creating company, WWE? <laughs> oh. Um... I think there's literally zero chance of any of this being a work. Uh, just, you know, looking at the journalists who, who have reported this, like Sean Ross Sapp, I don't think, is getting worked by multiple sources. Uh, Mike Johnson, Dave Meltzer, everyone else. Uh, but, you know, in the spirit of the video, yes, it's definitely a work. And they're all coming back as the new, new Nexus on next week's episode <laughs> of Raw. You heard it here first. Raw is good again. Everything's a work. And they're going to be led by Agent Ambrose. Yeah, unfortunately, when it comes to this theory, uh, I think Matt Chinnery, we are saying Chinny Bill, which is a phrase I've just realised not many people know. Does anyone use what that? What are you on about? Okay, no, when you don't believe people exist. from where I'm from, you say, oh yeah, Chinny Bill. Apparently that doesn't exist. I confused my girlfriend with it the other day. <laughs> Wife, not girlfriend, the other one. What am I talking about? Anyway, uh, let's move on to today's <laughs> and finally. 
Uh, and this one? photo from WWE's official Instagram account. Uh, Hell in a Cell is in a few days, so they're celebrating some really classic moments from Hell in a Cell. Catch your mind back, 2019 Hell in a Cell main event. It was, of course, Andy Murray, Seth Rollins versus The Fiend, Jeff Hardy. What's going on here? Come on, guys. <laughs> Yeah, my, my favourite character, Bray Willow Wyatt, omitted from the picture <laughs> oh, here. Oh, God, don't start any more of those bloody theories up. They were bad enough at the time. Oh. Uh, right, let us know your thoughts on that and all today's news stories and how off the bloody rails this show was uh, in the comment <laughs> section below. Don't forget to like, share and subscribe. And subscribe to What Culture Wrestling on either iTunes, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts from for daily wrestling podcasts, of course. Plus, you can let us know your thoughts and Twitter questions on Twitter at WhatCultureWWE. Watch well, there, follow both of us. You can follow Andy Murray at... You can follow me at Andy H. Murray. The H today stands for Happy Birthday Grandpa. And by Grandpa, I mean Minoru Suzuki. Oh, happy birthday. Uh, you can follow me at Adam Wilborn. Please don't tell my missus about the whole girlfriend-wife thing. Uh, follow us all <laughs> at WhatCulture WWE. But for now, my thanks, Andy Murray. Thank you for joining us. Hey, we have a laugh, don't we? And we'll oh. see you soon. Hold up. 